Hey everybody, welcome to the Cool Kids Table. I'm Josh. I'm Shannon. I'm Alan. And I'm Jake. And today we have a guest with us, my husband David. Hey. Hey David, welcome hey, David. to the show. Thank you. Very excited to have you. This is the first time we've had a guest on this show, so I feel like we're going to be setting a lot of precedents today. So before we say what <laughs> no we're pressure. doing, yeah, no fresh. Uh, no <laughs> before we say what we're doing, this is uh, a fresh free zone. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, like she said, my name's David. I do comic books on the side. I'm Ooh. a. I met Shannon through college and she's the one that got me into comic books and whatnot and that's pretty much where i get all of my current hobbies um basically all of her fault (laughs) including um watching what we are doing today um she was the one that got me into that as well um that's that's about it nice i'm why Uh, you exist and pretty much yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well welcome to the show uh today we are playing the Role-playing game, Serenity. Music sting. Yeah, Alan, that's that's on you if you want to put a music sting in there. Uh, so, Alan, do you have any info that you want to give us on Serenity? Um, Sure. There are actually two different uh, role-playing games that were put out set in the Serenity universe. Um, the one that we are currently playing is uh, the one that was produced first. I believe it was, yeah, it was produced in 2005. Uh, written and designed by Jamie Chambers. Uh, there is a newer one. I think it came out in 2015, 2016 uh, from Margaret Weiss Productions uh, that is very similar to the Marvel Heroic role-playing game, if any of our listeners are familiar with that. This, however, is very different and kind of unique. Uh, it's a it's a fun system with some really neat attributes uh, to kind of check out what makes this game unique, uh, head on over to the Hey Jake and Josh YouTube account, um, watch our character creation session for the Serenity role-playing game, and you can kind of see the different things that makes this game so much fun. Yeah, and if you haven't watched it already, and you get to the points where we're all just looking down at our sheets, just skip, just keep <laughs> skipping forward like a couple minutes. I promise nothing too great happens. It's also, just... there's a thing at the end that I thought I could cut, but I guess YouTube doesn't have an in-house quick editor like I thought. So sorry about that, Bullshit. everybody. So so basically, <laughs> two seconds. As soon as we say, all right, we're going to wrap up, and when we're like five seconds away, just turn it right off. <laughs> the listeners can't see it, but I really hope they can hear my grin. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Jake says you can sit with us, that's the end of the video. Just shut it Nothing off right ha- then. Just Throw your computer in the out. garbage. You don't need to watch the video anymore. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, then how are they going to listen to this episode? I On their iPod. <laughs> Fun fact, though, apparently we came up as a recommended video for one of my friends. That's weird. Oh, nice. That's kind of cool. That is something I was not prepared to happen. <laughs> so he was—he sent me a message being like, hey, you're on YouTube. And I was like, huh? Vaguely. He sent me the link, and I was like, hey, that's me. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, do we want to just jump in? Sure. What we're going to do is we are actually doing something kind of different on the Cool Kids table today. Uh, This is the first time I am, or at least on the Cool Kids table, that we are using a pre-written adventure. This adventure comes from, appropriately enough, Serenity Adventures. Uh, This adventure, which is called Motherload, was written by James M. Ward. Again, this is a Margaret Weiss production. Uh, uh, Both printings were done by the Margaret Weiss company. So definitely check it out if you like what you hear here. 
Um, it's all uh, available, I believe, on RPG Now. Check it out, out if you like what you if hear. If you like here. what you hear, here. <laughs> oh, I did the thing, didn't I? Um, hey, real, real quick, um, Jim, who made this adventure. Hey, sit down. Um, it's your pal Jake here. We're about to fuck your adventure real good, <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm uh, so sorry. No, we're all very prepared, and yeah, we're gonna do a good adventure yeah. this time we're gonna just play Look, it straight guys i bought 30 grenades for a reason okay we're gonna <laughs> blow this place up i'm literally david bowie but also maybe a little bit russell brand now thanks to shannon so <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> shannon you are doing good work obviously yep you're just I... on point um again this adventure is called motherload so the basic premise of motherload let's Let's kind of do an establishing shot first. Well, we got so, we got to describe our characters maybe a little bit. That's also, what I'm our, saying. our engine okay, just walked right. away, so we might not have that special effect anymore. Okay. Oh. <laughs> She's gonna go eat. So let's let's make our opening credits. So why don't you describe the shots that introduce your character in the opening credits? <laughs> when we pose and it says our name. Yeah. But, like, you're doing some actions and stuff in the background before you pose and it says your name. Okay, I I don't want to go first because I think I'm the most prepared for this. And I want Josh to go first so bad, but okay. I know he doesn't want to. No, I'll do it. Okay. Okay, so it's it's like a shot from behind the pilot's chair and there's a hand coming out of uh, just cover. It's got, <laughs> there's a long, like, sequin, purple, glittery trench coat sleeve going up the arm and then down on the fingers. It's just, like, three giant Liberace rings he's like shifting and turning some knobs and then he turns around in the chair and looks at the camera and gives a wink <laughs> and what is your character's name Mickey Space Lust what is your actor's name Josh oh well okay Dude, we <laughs> fell apart right at the end there we were doing so good I didn't know that was the thing I needed to I just to have made ready. it up you gotta be you gotta be on your toes my player's name is Josh so that's the actor's it just too. says Josh <laughs> your actor's Russell Brand <laughs> yeah uh yeah Mickey Space Lust okay. is if Russell Brand was playing David Bowie in a space movie. <laughs> oh crap! Are we casting? <laughs> now you're the one that you made did, the joke. I was gonna make up a fake actor. <laughs> you can still do that. If I you might want. still you do that. You put me on the spot, so I did the thing with the help of good job. Our friends. <laughs> All right. So who's next? Who's next? I can I can go. Sure. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> it's a. Uh, it, in in Firefly, the shots are all like in different colors. So mine is in red, and it's it's just uh, my character Kimmy Jin holding up two grenades and like <laughs> like shrugging at someone. Like I'll do it, I'll do it right now, and uh, and then like turning to the camera and just like kind of looking, like yeah, <laughs> not looking at the camera. Like I'll throw them at you too. I'll throw them at you. I'll blow this whole place up. And it, I didn't. I don't have an actor who played Aja in the Gem of the Holograms movie. She was real good. I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't either. You guys should. It's a lot better than you might think, think it will be. I think be. out of the group here, you're the authority of that movie. I don't remember the actress. <laughs> I think it was Aurora something, but I might be wrong. Anyway, it's her as Kimmy Jin. <laughs> Who's next? So me or you. I'll go. You want to go? All right. We'll do my shot. I guess we'll do the engine room. It'll just be like the big, like, dirty, gross engine room because it's a spaceship in space. And then it just kind of zooms into someone sitting on like a lounge chair with an umbrella. And I've got like dark, kind of like wavyish, messy hair, big old sunglasses, a big old sun hat. I'm wearing like a cropped fur coat 
that's got like three quarter sleeves, uh, skinny jeans, and pixie boots, and I'm just kind of relaxing in the chair. You can pretend I'm looking at the camera, but I have sunglasses on, so you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so what char- what's the character name that flashes up? I guess I'm just going with Rock Me Amadeus, because I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> it's either that or Amadeus Star. I like Rock Me. Yeah. Uh, it was Haley Kiyoko. That's who it was. Well, hold up a minute there, past Jake. Uh, there was some recasting done afterwards because I didn't realize that Haley Kiyoko is uh, a very young and b very short, uh, so it didn't really match. So instead, the actress that I'm casting is a actress, a Taiwanese actress named Shu Ki. That's S H U space Q I. She was in the movie Journey to the West, uh, which is on Netflix and is very great. You should check it out. She was super funny in that and uh, super badass. So that's why I'm going with her. I picture her hair to be. Shorter, but kind of shaggy, a la Ed Brubaker's Catwoman run. Um, it's like brownish red, reddish brown. Is that Auburn? I don't know. You and you alone can decide. Uh, she's wearing like combat boots and combat pants. Is that a thing? Is that even a thing? We're going to say combat pants is a thing. And she got like this, uh, this like plate vest on so that when she gets shot at, the bullets don't kill her. All right. Uh, back to the show. Shannon, who's your actor? Noel Fielding, because I basically okay. just said I want to play Noel Fielding in space. All right, I guess my turn. Yep. All right, I guess mine will be a little bit more action-y. Maybe uh, on the uh, Serenity Valley, middle of Unification War, kind of dressed all in Alliance uh, military gear, but military gear with some medical equipment on me, maybe patching up a guy who's just been wounded while kind of like dragging him back into the trenches um maybe a little bit you know perturbed and roughed up since we're in the middle of a fight and i don't know i guess my character name right now i have written down as caleb the most normal name possible um (laughs) and i don't have an actor i can cop out and say sean mauer since he played simon and he is also a medic in firefly that would be great if they just did another show, but like he's just gonna play another person because he was yeah. super good at the show. So we'll we'll go with Sean Mauer. Cool, I like it. All right, and so what is the name of this show? Is it named after your ship? <laughs> I don't think we can call the show just Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> Would you call it the Legend of Zelda? Absolutely yeah, not, we, under zero yeah, circumstances. I think we might have a lawsuit if that happens. Yeah, there's there's probably like a pretty big company that would like be like, hey guys, don't do that. Zelda's Adventure. Because <laughs> they're not going to sue us because that's a CDI game, so those aren't real. Link's Awakening DX. Then they'd have it to... It could be like Firefly colon something. Firefly colon, colon Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> the Zelda Chronicle. <laughs> Firefly colon the Zelda Chronicle. <laughs> All right, so uh, the opening credits end, and we'll say that you guys are in the galley. What are you, how are you, describe this establishing shot to me. Okay, so I am sitting at the kitchen table with all of my guns in front of me, <laughs> and I, I have cleaned all but one of them, and they are kind of piled up. Like, they're not neat. They're just, like, at, in a pile on the side. And I'm just, like, finishing cleaning out my pistol. Uh, the galley's like a cafeteria, right? It's like a kitchen. Like a kitchen? Yeah. Like an eating place? Yeah. All right, so I'm just, like, getting some food. Is there, like, a food line? Is there, like, a buffet-style food? 
Yeah, it's the stolen chip has a buffet on it. Yes, okay. it does. I guess I'm cooking food then. Okay. <laughs> I'm boiling water to make the space food. Uh, to make a space ramen. And I'm just like very theatrically just singing like, excuse me while I kiss the sky. And, <laughs> and that's what I'm doing right now. What are you doing? Um, uh, Let's see. I'll just be lurking somewhere. I'll just be standing somewhere just in the middle of the room. I have sunglasses on still. You can't see where I'm looking. Uh, I guess I'll probably just be uh, leaning up maybe against one of the countertops or something like that, eating or drinking something, kind of fiddling with one of the computers, maybe looking through the cortex just to see news and what's going on in our sector. I have two questions real quick. When does this take place on this Firefly slash Serenity timeline? (laughs) Oh, God, why did you ask that? Is it it just before the movie or after? That's all I need to know. Because I don't know if you remember the movie, but some pretty big shit went down at the end. Yeah. We'll say before. Okay. Oh, yes. Wash is still Wash alive. Wash is still in the universe. <laughs> yes, Wash is not dead. You Cop open out. your locket and kiss it. <laughs> uh, and my second question is, are we in space or are we docked? In space. Right now you're in the black. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, we're in the dark water. We're in the, the pirate's water. <laughs> Oh, we should have just done a Pirates of Dark Water, but using oh, this system. Oh, and flavored it. Oh. Uh, and the commercial so break will style, style my hair like Tula's. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know about Reavers yet, then. Nope. So, Caleb, since you are on the Cortex, now you guys are going to have to remind me, the like wave communication, is it more like email or are there videos? I don't remember. There's video. From the show's video or text. All right, so you are on the Cortex, Caleb, and you get a notification of an incoming video wave. Okay, I answer it or accept it. Okay, so kind of popped up on the screen, you see a a fairly handsome, uh, youthful-looking man wearing expensive clothes, a black suit with a kind of light shirt with a black tie. Uh, you recognize this person as someone who you used to know from the Alliance. D- um, but you were on good terms with this person. Okay, I was on good terms. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I guess I answer it. And do I know his name? Todd Wilkinson. Descender of the actor Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> I said descender. I meant descendant. I went with, like, a crazy future name, and I kind of regret it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in a different show than everyone else. You, you and, and Rock Me Amadeus are in a different show than the rest of us. Whatever. We'll, we'll stand over here in our corner and have a good time. It's going to be right. great. Uh, I guess I answer it, and I say, uh, Todd, haven't seen you in a while. Or heard from you in a while. Ah, oh, Caleb! Caleb, good to see that you're still alive. I thought that was your ship that was uh, flying past me. Still alive? Is it, is this a good idea? I'm trying to look up. Like, is it a good idea to be talking to a lion? Is it a good idea? I I, I know him. We're, we're good. He's not right. he's not wearing any alliance stuff. He just looks like a business dude. Caleb, Caleb. Now you have to remind me. Uh, last time I saw you, you were on the uh, freelance market. Wasn't that right? Uh, yeah. Freelance is a a word for it. 
well, it's a word that we can use on open channels. So, uh, with that being said, you are right near a planet called uh, Athens. Uh, if you could put down and dock on Athens, let me know when you get there. I got a little bit of a proposition for you. It's pretty lucrative, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, I think we could arrange that. Excellent, excellent. Just uh, send me a wave whenever you get on planet. Are you by yourself? Oh, well, you know me. I like to keep a couple of men around just to be safe, but uh, it'll just be us. All right. Uh, we can do that. All right. Over and out. And the screen winks out. We got a job? Uh, it looks like it. Uh, Athens, not too far from here. Buddy of mine, Todd Wilkins, uh, says that he has something lucrative. What that is, I guess we'll find out when we land. I haven't said anything yet because I don't know a character voice and I don't want to do an accent because it just won't it won't be good it'll just sound like a chimney sweep yeah how about you try for a <laughs> chimney sweep no because I don't know if I could keep it up I don't want to keep <laughs> slipping in and out of it like Venus de Milo so. luckily Caleb sounds exactly like me so <laughs> <laughs> it's okay Josh I've been debating on a voice too <laughs> I do want to say oil a lot but that's all I've got so far. You could just sprinkle it in in sentences randomly. Right. Could just be your thing. Look, there's technically not an England anymore, so it can't be a bad English accent if England's not around. It'd be a bad Lindenian accent. But, like, the people who are listening to this, England still exists for them. And then yeah, those look, are the people I'm worried about. Look. We can just apologize. <laughs> They'll be fine. Everyone no, listening to this is cool. Because now I'm not even sure what an English accent sounds like anymore. <laughs> You're hopeless. <laughs> you a lot of governors, but that's like totally different. Just gub. <laughs> anyway, should I gear up? Are we expecting a fight? Is this a trap? What are we, what are we walking into? Uh, I think we could trust Todd, though he does have, as he puts it, a couple of friends. I don't think gear is absolutely necessary, but maybe one or two grenades is fine <laughs> if you could keep them hidden. I can do that. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Pilot, are you going to take them where they need to go? We're going to, yep, I'm going to go set a course for Athens. All right, Athens is relatively close by. I'm not going to make you uh, do a roll for it or anything. Um, you go through the proper docking procedures, and you land in a relatively decent spaceport. It is not fancy by any stretch of the imagination, but nor is it just ramshackle and awful. Um, it's right, right in that line. Do you wave him when you get there? Do you get out? What do you do? So I guess uh, as we're, uh, as soon as we dock, um, I'll send him a wave, uh, ask him, I guess, exactly where he is, and um, just let him know in general that we're here. He sends you back a text wave. Um, I can be wherever you need me to be, winky face. This, hmm. Okay. Interesting. This just got a little sexy. <laughs> so, if that's the case... What assets did you take again? <laughs> I have a Nothing lure, helpful. so maybe the winky face was for me. Hey, it's not your pilot. That's true. <laughs> um, let's, uh, I'll tell him to meet us at the ship, and we'll discuss uh, this proposition on the boat in his send. He sends you back relatively quickly. On my way. See you soon. Okay. So he's coming here now. Yeah, I figured it's uh, maybe best if we have the conversation on our turf. Uh, just in case. 
So maybe you don't need those grenades. Preferably no throwing grenades on the ship. Uh, we do have one rule. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good rule. I feel like we have a few rules. Okay. That's the most important one, blowing up in the void of space. Yeah, that's, that's rule number <laughs> is one poor. is no grenades on this ship. And it's just a finger pointing. It's, and it's, the finger follows yeah. Kimmy around. Rule, rule number one is Kimmy <laughs> don't throw grenades on the ship. You can see where it was written in, in marker and put on top of yeah. the list of rules. Uh, so I'm going to have my pistol ready, and I guess I'll have my, my rifle. I have a rifle of some sort. I have an assault rifle. And I'm just going to have that, like... I'm I'm wherever we decide to like wait for them I'm going to be using it kind of like a cane like I'm just kind of like leaning on it like it's no big just like here's a assault <laughs> rifle don't worry about it and then I guess I would just have my pistol just kind of holstered at the hip you know nothing nothing intimidating just ready to talk okay so y'all are kind of waiting down at the bottom of the ramp for him to get there yeah is there a yeah. place where I could be sitting I mean there's like just like a couple boxes or something around oh yeah absolutely okay yeah so i'm sitting on a box with like kind of like leaned back with my feet up just uh with my goblet just like super chill just chilling out all right a few minutes pass and unmistakably your mark walks in uh he is a relatively short man uh probably five six five seven yeah that's relatively, uh, relatively m- muscular uh you can even though he is relatively wearing a suit Alan. yeah <laughs> No, that's very short compared to me, but I was being generous. <laughs> Relatively to me. There you go. I'm shorter um, than that in real life. <laughs> I know. But even though he's wearing a suit, you can make out his muscles through the suit. He is an attractive man. Um, he's got a kind of Tony Stark beard going on. He has kind of swoopy hair. And walking towards you at a really confident pace, flanking him are two huge dudes. Roughly my size, 6'8", broad, one of them is bald, one of them is kind of looking down, obviously not making eye contact with anybody, and the other one is kind of walking very relaxed and smooth, but his eyes are going all over the place. Okay, as soon as I see them, I'm going to put like my foot on the box that Stardust is sitting on, or whatever your name is. Starlust. Yep. Space Lust. I'm sorry. It's Space Lust. You can, call me, you can call me Mickey. My nickname is Major Mick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I, I can't wait to unfold more about uh, Major Mickey Space Lust. <laughs> I don't think Josh can either. I don't know if it's, there's anything left I don't left know yet. much about him either. Yeah, that's going to be, be fun. It's Cobalt all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my foot a little bit on the edge of the box and just kind of like lean against my knee and try and do one of the cool dude poses and like fix my hair a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I am going to use a asset and try to read them. I'm gonna, Ooh. I'm gonna try to make a roll. So, I get a plus four step bonus to alertness whenever I am trying to discern the truth from a lie or in other situations where your talents might help. So I, I feel like I'm just trying to get a feel of their general like, whether or not they want to shoot us. Give me an alertness plus a perception okay so my alertness is a d4 but with a four step bonus <laughs> so that's a d12 then yeah d12 plus yep. a, a d4 so man this is working out great uh i got a 15 <laughs> dang um so i almost crit <laughs> <laughs> 
their minds open to you like a book. Todd is guarded. Uh, he obviously... It's not that he has the intent to lie, but he has the intent to keep secrets. Um, the other two, you get a sense of fierce loyalty, but you get this weird undercurrent from both of them that they are more loyal to each other than they are to Todd. Okay. Good to know. I also uh, am making a character choice because we in the in the hangout, we talked a little bit about it and I haven't quite decided how like the fact that I can read people affects me. Um, but I I don't know how. And Alan, sorry for springing this on you now. Um, I if I kill someone, I kind of want to feel that a little bit and be OK with it. Like, OK, like that just is part of this like weird like, yeah, I'm good. I like killing people. It's a fun it's a fun activity for me. But we're the weird characters. All right. Just because I have a big purple trench coat and a lot well, of rings. I, I, at least I look like I belong in the show fire I'm very tall because I'm Russell Brand. So. <laughs> you're, you're six foot 20. <laughs> long spindly legs. All right. So they approach. And again, Todd is just the picture of confidence. Uh, I guess Ni hao, I... Caleb. Long time no see. It has been a while. And he walks up and he does the thing where he kisses you on each cheek. I guess I return the favor. <laughs> on each cheek as well. What in Athens? Been such a long time since I've seen you, Caleb. What have you been up to these days? A uh, couple jobs here and there. Uh, a few we can talk about, a few we can't. Oh, I understand you completely. And he kind of looks around. Would you like to go inside where we can talk more? privately uh that would actually be appreciated um who and he turns and looks at the crew i'm gonna keep trying to like adjust my pose i don't have to adjust anything i know i look cool (laughs) (laughs) um i guess i kind of look to the rest of the crew and i'm basically i guess i say something on lines of like well if it's a job for that i need to take it's a job for the rest of the crew so i think whatever we talk about they can hear it too. Well, that's fair. My my gentleman will be joining us as well. You understand? Uh, yeah, I understand. And uh, come along, boys. And he like motions over his shoulder, and they walk up the ramp. I have um perception with a specialty in intuition. Ooh, cool. Am I able to maybe? I guess kind of read him and make sure like all right like i haven't yes. seen him in a while like absolutely is this normal? same thing give me a uh alertness plus perception uh a 10 uh he's genuine uh genuine? from from for pretty much what you can see he's being very genuine with you very open you do notice that there is something on his hip uh, kind of covered by the jacket of the coat that he's wearing. He's hit it pretty well, um, but you see it. Okay. Um, and I guess uh, we'll go up to maybe the, the galley again. I guess I'll be be leading, and I'll motion to the rest of you guys to, to follow along. I'm going to wait for last and close the door after everybody's inside. Close the ship bay also we're on like a, a stolen alliance patrol but i imagine that like some parts have been replaced as to make it look like not not alliance alliance <laughs> so 
So like it, I would assume I would have done that. Yeah, so like it looked like it used to be Elias, but was like reclaimed and not stolen. Is what I was thinking. That's fair. Okay, cool, cool. Then I'm gonna go up last with my assault rifle just over my shoulder, super cash. <laughs> I think I just decided I'm not gonna attempt Russell Brand's accent. So <laughs> my character's also gonna sound awfully like me. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Right, well, I'm not being the only one, so I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> Well, so he kind of walks in and he's looking around. He takes a seat kind of very casually, very relaxed, uh, and his two gentlemen post up behind him. One of them, like I said, the, the bald one refuses to meet any of your gazes. The other one meets your gaze full on and does not blink. I guess I turn to Todd and ask, all right, well, what is this deal? Uh, I guess, what is this deal you have going on? Well, before we go into that, I mean niceties, niceties. I know you, Caleb, but I'm not familiar with the rest of your crew. Why don't you introduce yourselves to me? Unless you just don't want to be polite. We have a polite crew, and I kind of gesture to have everyone introduce themselves. I'm going to grab a chair and, like, turn it so I can do that thing where I sit with the chair piece between my legs and rest on the top. And just a little bit, tiny bit too close, maybe? Okay. <laughs> so, Amadeus. And wink. I'm Amadeus. not even going to move the sunglasses. You know, it's, he knows it, though. <laughs> you can feel the wink. <laughs> he inclines his head to you. We're, are we introducing ourselves to Tim? Is that Todd. what we're doing? Todd. Todd. <laughs> I'm going to call him Tim. Even with normal names, we're bad with them. <laughs> Is that what we're doing right now? I'm sorry, I'm trying to look up my things because I didn't write down what my assets like do. I just wrote what down what they are. Yeah, we're. I'm essentially asking you guys to introduce yourselves to Todd. Okay, I'm gonna walk over to Todd unless you wanted to go before. No, no, I want to go last. Okay, I'm gonna walk over to Todd and uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take his hand, not in a handshake, but pull it to my mouth and kiss it. <laughs> and I'm gonna say, "Oi, my." <laughs> I'll commit get, I'll commit get to the that. bit, Josh. Be like, "Oi." My name's Major Mickey Spaceless. Perhaps you've heard of me. Maybe you haven't. Either way, that doesn't matter, because now you have. I'm going to wink at him. And I go take my seat. I want you to give me an... It's definitely going to be influence. You brought this nice man on your ship to immediately get sexually harassed by two men in a row. <laughs> Oops. I don't know how nice he is so far. <laughs> give me your willpower. Give me willpower plus... Uh, Influence. Do you, you don't influence? I don't think you have influence. What is it? What do you mean by influence? It's that? a skill. I don't have it. <laughs> if you don't have it, you have a D two in it. Okay. Now wait. Would you say that this uh, this action is keyed to appearance? Yes. Okay, you are well, seducing get, this man. I get a bonus for that from allure. <laughs> <laughs> if you were gorgeous enough to have a major allure, any plot points spent on such actions? I don't have plot points. Yes, you do. Everybody has six. Good I don't want to wanna spend plot points, though, so I guess that's an optional thing. Yeah, you can spend plot points. Okay, but I don't need to. No. But with allure, I get a plus two step skill die bonus on all actions keyed to appearance. So it's going to be a D6 for your influence plus your willpower. Okay, so... A D6 and a D4. whatever your willpower is. Uh, well, four. <laughs> he looks at you and he his eyes are kind of go wide a little bit. So you you took his hand in a kiss, right? I did, yeah. 
He pulls you down and gets close. Later. Later. And he touches your nose. I like that. And then I sit down in my my seat. Uh, And you? I'm just going to look him dead in the eyes. Kimmy. Todd. Mickey, I don't know if you heard me. Enchanté. Sure. We don't have an HR department. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh, and, and do forgive my, my gentlemen. They are uh, a quiet bunch. This is Ace. And he indicates to the bald man who won't look anyone to, into the eye. And this is King. And he indicates to the other one who hasn't stopped glaring. Ace and King? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotta stay on theme. Fair enough. David, you're clearly new here because you're taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's what I do in all the tabletop games. No, it's, Me it's too. Because next Me time, we, if if we have to go over this session, we won't remember anything, but you will. <laughs> like, David's basically the only reason that I can exist as a person because he helps me put it all together. <laughs> it's, a, it's a full-time job. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I turn to Todd and I go, all right, well, niceties aside... We've all met. Um, yeah, we have. So what'd you bring to us? <laughs> Take a shower. Go to your bunk. I brought the promise of adventure and cold, hard cash. All right, you almost lost me at adventure, but with the cash, you brought me back in. <laughs> how's 5,000 how's 5, credits unmarked sound to you? Uh, that depends on the job, but <laughs> it sounds pretty good up front. Are they bills? Uh-huh. Can you, like make the noise I, that's probably what it sounds like oh yeah probably you can ignore him <laughs> well i mean it's just a simple salvage mission that's all you know nothing nothing too major you also get 10 percent of anything we find and of course i can't really give you the coordinates until we're out in the black just to be safe uh where does the salvage take place oh it's not that dangerous or anything like that. It's just is, I needed a good ship and a crew. Is it in the core? No. Good ship crew. All right. 10% seems awful short. So do you. Ouch. That was a little rude. <laughs> oh, Kimmy's like like five foot nine, so she's taller than him. So when she said <laughs> short, she like, it was, it was a little pointed. <laughs> she's, got, she's got a finger in the pin. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, we have a rule. <laughs> All right, so there, salvage mission. You need a good ship, five thousand, and you said ten percent of whatever you find. Ten percent of whatever you find. That's, I mean, and you know, I I will tell you, I don't want to to really keep you in the dark, badge around too much. It is an alliance convoy um, that it is defunct. And they broke down, and they are just ripe for the pickings. Uh, defunct and broke down does not necessarily mean easy, especially when we're talking alliance. Well, why do you think I needed a good ship and her crew? It's fair enough. Someone with some alliance knowledge that might be able to mm, get us right into those ships and get us all those delicious goodies from the inside. And what are those goodies? Um, well, technology, resources... Medical supplies. And he kind of looks you over. 40% of what we find. 
You're so insane. I think 40% may be asking a little much, but I think if we can make Who it 6,000 credits, we each? can make this work. Divides so <laughs> Not out here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get a feel for how the money works. <laughs> Give me willpower and influence for Caleb. Okay, an influence if I don't have that. That's a D2, you said? It's a D2. And I want you to take a step down from your willpower because of Kimmy. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I, can I, I can't make an intimidation check or anything. I have an intimidation uh, You could. Advantage. Absolutely. Willpower, willpower and influence if you are trying to intimidate this man. Okay, well, I do get a plus two step bonus to willpower. Okay. Okay. Well, I got a four. I got a 12. That's better than four. So, role play this out for me. How does Caleb kind of start, and how does Kimmy come in to finish? I guess in the in the haggling part of the conversation? Right. Um, I guess I'll start with, you know, defunct and, you know, just floating out in the black. It's still an alliance ship, which means alliance are more than most likely going to come for what's theirs. And we can't go picking what's theirs if it's, you know, theirs. Well, unless it's, you know, a relatively new craft that has just so happened to tragically lose its signal and devices just so sad it's still a hard i think it's still a hard mark six thousand seems a little bit more fair hmm talking about fair i i would think that five thousand and ten percent is quite fair given that uh, all the uh, wonderful treasures that the Alliance likes to take with them on their convoys. Not limited to all of the fuel that can possibly be recovered and resold. You should probably be thinking about all the uh, pieces in play. Don't Who's you think, Caleb? kind of look at Kimmy as a help me out? Who else is doing this job? I'm sorry? Who else is out there in the black? Just us? I got this information uh, quite handily, I, I shall say. The other person that knows about it, well, the best way to keep a secret is to make sure that the other party's dead. That's not what I asked. How many people are going to be salvaging? Is it just us? us? So you are going to be out there in a suit in the cold, cold vacuum of space with us? Well, that's why I'm hiring you now, ain't it? You boys going to be in the cold vacuum of space with us? We have some coats. I have a lovely coat. I can make them lovely coats if they need them. I don't think they could fit in mine, but I'm, I can try. I, I'm not quite sure I get your point. Sounds Kimmy. an awful lot like the only people putting their asses on the line are going to be us. Hence 40%. the 5,000 and the 10%. 40%. 40 is a bit much. It's less than half. That's point. That's less than half, but and it's we're doing all the than... work. The math seems to work out for us. Twenty-five. Thirty. Twenty-five's good. They're getting twenty-five. That's awesome. No, we're getting we're <laughs> getting twenty-five. I feel like I we might we just getting, want to take the job. I thought as we were is. getting five thousand. Now it's only twenty-five. No, see, we're getting five thousand credits <laughs> and then twenty-five percent of five thousand credits. Uh, you know, yes. <laughs> and Todd just looks at Caleb with this kind of bemused and slightly concerned look on his face. From his jacket pocket, he pulls a cigar. Mind if I smoke? 
Yes. Uh, I do. Uh, no smoking on the ship, but 5,000 and 25% seems like we could have a deal. What's the catch? He has a point. There's always a catch, especially with an alliance ship. Well, um... Like I said, I'm not going to quite give you the coordinates. Uh, the catch is we come with you. Now, it's like your, your chemist said, uh, you all are going to be the ones going out into the black and doing the recovering mission. But, again, can't quite get there without me. I say, all right, well, let me toss this over with my crew real quick. And I kind of motion, I guess like walk to maybe like the other side of the galley and I kind of motion them over. And as you do, he takes the cigar puts it in his mouth, and locks eyes with Mickey. <laughs> he doesn't light it, but he just holds it. Oh, I meet, I meet his gaze full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes. I kind of tug on Mickey's jacket to kind of like pull him over. Yeah. Focus up. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. You gotta take a dip outside real quick. No. I'm just gonna take a drink. <laughs> Look back over my shoulder at Tim. Todd. <laughs> Todd. His name's Tim. <laughs> Executive decision. <laughs> Look back over at Todd. A little thirsty. It's been a while. <laughs> so, Call him Tim, anyways. Well, I guess when we get like I, uh, away from them, I kind of like whisper to you guys. I'm like, all right, well, I think we should just take this deal. But I look at Kimmy. I'm like, but you, what I'm going to need you to do. Is if if either if either Ace King or Todd gets a little bit out of line, we'll put them in line. Put them in their place. Todd's not even a face card. It doesn't. What fee is he trying to keep? <laughs> doesn't make any Maybe sense. Maybe he's got two more. Yeah. Three handsome men was a good enough theme. I don't know why he went with cards for the other two. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, what, what kind of names are you going to give three handsome men? Is there a theme? I don't know, he could he could have changed his name to like. I'm willing to find Jack. Him. Jack. He could have been Jack. <laughs> he could have been Jack. It could have been Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look back over at him like we just talked about something important. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of talk to the rest of the crew. I'm like, I, I think this is kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep them in line. Yeah. Um, we'll run the salvage, but we'll keep an eye on the three of them. What if? Especially King. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lower my voice like to barely audible. We get to the coordinates and we just kill him. I think that may not play out into our favor. But I least... think we should just run the mission clean. And if they get out of line, we, or you two, put them in line. At the very least, let us get back and get the reward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You hear we me might yet? as well get the 5,000 credits. <laughs> but if they... I think you're about to get your reward pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll work out. I'm just saying, it smells fishy. No one offers 5000 but then only 10%. There's something on that boat they really want. It's probably worth a lot more than that. Right. And if they step out of line, we get 100%. kick them off the boat, we keep the stuff. I think it's win-win. All right, I'm in. Just tell me where to go. Yeah. All right, so I turn around, and I walk back to, uh, to Todd, and I just say, I think we have an agreement. 5000 and 25%. Splendid. Let's get in the black, and I'll give you the coordinates. Say all right, and then. Um, I feel like there should have been a wink with that. And um, I guess oh, yeah, Kimmy, you're the pilot, right? No, no. Mickey is. Mickey's the pilot. the pilot. Okay, I'm, I have the pilot. Right, I guess I'm go to Mickey. I'm like, all right, let's uh, let's get out there. So how far out 
Do we need to go before he will talk to us about where we're going? I give say, me a piloting check. Uh, how give do me, I do that? Uh, give me agility. Okay. Plus pilot. Uh, I do have specialties in astrophysics and astrogation. I don't know if that's going to come into play here. Astrogation will. Okay, that's a D2. How the hell do I roll that? <laughs> uh, a D4, a 1 and a 2 is a 1, a 3 and a 4 is a 2. 15. All right, so you are able to uh, take off from Athens absolutely no problem, and you set the nose out into the black. You start to pilot through um, through like a small little asteroid belt, kind of getting outside of the the planet's rim, and you are in the cold, still darkness of space. Todd comes into the cockpit area what's the cockpit like describe it to me so the cockpit is relatively small well i guess it's bigger than i was thinking i was thinking it was just like a one seat room but this has like two seats in it yeah you can you could probably fit a couple people in there. yeah, yeah. it could fit a few people I, I think all four of us could fit in it sort of comfortably but there's only two places to sit yeah it's kind of rounded in the front with some consoles with knobs and buttons we should probably put a picture of this on Twitter when we <laughs> upload the episode. We probably should. Be a good idea. So Todd finds his way onto the bridge. Um, who all's there? Did anyone follow Todd as he made his way to the bridge? Obviously, I'll pretty much be following Todd wherever he goes on the ship. I'm, okay. I'm keeping an eye on Ace and King, so I assume they'll be following Todd. So I'll also be following <laughs> Todd and Caleb. Okay. Oh. I'll say when we took off, I just kind of opened my little paper umbrella and I'll be in the engine room and then just left. So I'll be in the engine room. You leave an open calm so that you can hear what's going on. But um, Mickey, you're sitting there piloting and you feel a hand come on your shoulder, down across your chest, kind of to your sternum, and a weight lean on your back. And you feel the tickle of facial hair by your like on your face so stacy couldn't get any dick but fucking mickey 20 minutes in right out of the straight out the <sighs> gate <laughs> by 20 i meant 52 <laughs> it's fine sorry stacy <sighs> r.i.p and peace stacy <laughs> can i help you sir oh well i say that like a little more flirtatiously than that actually sounded <laughs> i uh I suppose you'd be the right person to give these coordinates to, wouldn't it? I'm going to look him dead in the eyes and just go, I'm your man. I know. And he leans in and he whispers coordinates in your ear. Roll me an intelligence plus pilot. Okay. Eight. Astrogation for your specialty. Which one's in? 15. Without even punching this into the computer. And it depends on really your beliefs i guess that's in the reavers quadrant that is where reavers have been reported to be that's a fairly big catch (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm sorry you want us to go there well of course that's where the uh that's where the treasure lay are you Caleb! 
I guess I'm in the room. I guess if I'm following him, so I guess I'll, I'll just walk in. Okay, I'm gonna. You, you were in your you office. Got the coordinates. Let me let me take the the yell back. That didn't happen in real life. Uh, Dad. So you could. <laughs> Dad. Caleb. I couldn't do it. I tried and it didn't work. Caleb. Caleb. Uh, Caleb. So you, so you walk in and ask me if I have the coordinates. Yeah, everything's set. I'm just gonna like motion you off to the side. And we're going to go over to the other half of the cockpit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just quietly, I'm going to like lean into your ear a little, a little seductively, a little, a little sexy. I'm just gonna <laughs> I think at this point I'd probably used to it. And I'm just okay. like, all right, so, so what's up? <laughs> and I'm just going to whisper, Reavers. On the ship? No, not where we're going. Oh. Well, that seems to be a problem. <laughs> I guess I'll talk to Todd. So I go for to Todd, and I ask. I mean, like, there's not a lot of room, so you just kind of disengage your conversation. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was. He's got was his so cigar quiet. hanging out of his I, mouth, but he is his eyes have not left Mickey. I could have said that I said it quietly, but instead I actually said it quietly. So I hope that picked up. If I need oh, to no, retake I, it, I understood. I, okay. I, I gotcha. <laughs> um, I kind of look over at Todd, and I go, "You sure those are the right coordinates?" <laughs> Of course I'm sure. Why wouldn't you, I be? You know it, what's out there? Uh, space and a derelict uh, alliance freighter that's ripe for the picking. What you, what you, what you going on about? Um, what's uh, what's up, boss? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it. What? One second. I think uh, Todd and I have something to discuss. Um. Okay. Oh, what, what you have to say to me, you can say in front of Mickey. I mean, your I mean, crew. All right. Well, you'll, Mickey. You'll hear me you... through the con just be like, I feel left out. Can I, what can I do? Okay, well, <laughs> I don't want to surprise everyone, but I got to surprise myself. Apparently, the coordinates uh, of that ship is right in Reaver territory. Hell nah. See. <laughs> this is... This is why I thought I just wanted to talk to you. Well, um, you surely are telling me that you and these fine folk don't believe in fairy stories. I believe in staying alive the best way we possibly can. And Reavers do not fit. I'm not going to trust a snagglepuss that laughs. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't. I could, well, I, I didn't actually try. I should have done a Hell Yes Maraud. <laughs> Do the hand, it helps. Did you know this was Reaver territory? Before you asked us to take the job? Reavers don't exist. It is a territory that people are afraid of for no reason. That makes it even easier pickings, because no one else is going to go there. Calm down, calm down, love. Let me ask you a question. (laughs) If there are no Reavers and this ship is essentially the sitting duck that you're making it out to be. Why hire us to go out there? Why not just go out there yourself? So easy, you can come with us. Well, that's why I am with you, and oh, uh, honey, have on you the seen salvage. me? And he kind of indicates to himself. And I go, yeah. I've got like, a real good a look at you. <laughs> I hire people to do my dirty work for me. Although, dirty work doesn't necessarily have to be bad. And he, like, boops you on the nose again, Mickey. It doesn't need to be good, either. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, it's going to be astonishing. All right, everyone towel off. <laughs> We're going into reverse space. If you insist on giving these fairy tales some sort of credence, yes, we're going into Reva territory. I'm going to need more than 5,000 to steer their ship into the Reva 40%. territory. 40%. <laughs> I'm thinking my crew sounds a little bit more accurate on this deal now. We're going to need some more money. Can I roll, um, I don't, I guess, a perception um, of, to see if I, well, actually, no, I don't really need to, because I do believe that he doesn't believe in Reavers, or else he wouldn't be going there. No one's right. like, oh, Reavers, yeah. we can dodge him. So, yeah, all right, I won't even roll that. <laughs> no, all of you feel he is completely genuine in his non-belief. Huh. That does not necessarily mean he is right. But he believes he is right. Well, right. we've all seen the show. We know. Uh, what's yeah, up. I've seen the movie. I know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right, table talk out of character. Should we do like kind of a huddle, and we can do like a because we none of us have seen them. Like none of us know for sure that Reavers exist, right? Because this is pre-movie stuff. Well, they're in the they're in the show too. They're in the first episode. Right. In the first episode. So the, it's known that Reavers do exist. The uh, question is, do any of your characters have previous experience with Reapers? I would say since I'm alive, no. <laughs> no yeah, same. Uh, I've like heard the stories and they freak me out enough I, that I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I imagine through my friends in low places, I've probably heard a lot of stories. Yeah, I, I, I would go with the idea that I've never interacted, but I've heard so many stories from so many different people that are all fairly similar that there has to be some underlying truth. Uh, I'm going to say that I came across, like, a Reaver attack. So, I w like, they had left and were very gone, but, like, there was definitely, like, a settlement on some, like, backwater planet that was just done you saw the aftermath yeah i saw yeah. <laughs> i saw what happened after reverse and it was not pretty so are you saying that you ain't gonna take the job i don't rut with reverse but i mean we're already halfway there it means we're already halfway back too that's a good that's point one way to look at it that's some, a good point cost fallacy right here <laughs> <laughs> click click that was me doing that <laughs> 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 Cut back to uh, a shot or just you in your like hammock or whatever. Hello? <laughs> I guess maybe I'll talk to Todd and go, all right, we'll take the job still, but we're going to have to take some precautions. Also, if you're so confident that there are no Reavers, if we find Reavers, we need more money for this salvage. Double. Ooh. If you're so confident that the Reavers don't exist, this shouldn't be much of a big deal to take. Can I. Give I'm me gonna... influence and willpower, and you have a bonus to this. Use your allure. Okay, I was going to say, can I seductively request double money for if we find Reavers? Okay, and so he's wait, kind wait, of under on. your sway already a little bit. Hold so. on, who's rolling that, Josh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just so what? That money out of him. What was it? Uh, influence plus uh, willpower. All right, influence plus willpower, but I get the two-step on the influence, right? Yes, you do. Yeah. So that goes up to a d6. Yes. And willpower, which is only D4. I wish I had looked at what these step stats influence. Step up the willpower, too, because he's already kind of into you. Okay. Eight. I have one condition. 
Yes. <laughs> Go on. You, and he points to Mickey, your bunk, an hour from now. Who's gonna fly Who's the gonna ship? Who's gonna fly the like... ship? <laughs> yeah. You the, have uh... autopilot, don't you? We're not autopiloting into reverse not, space. That's not a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> you won't miss him, I promise. I think we will, actually. A pilot for the ship. Fine. After we claim our prize, you for an hour. Darling, that is not a condition. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got yourself a deal. Mm, glad to hear it. Now, as I was saying... Going into this Riva territory, and he uses big air quotes, I'm sure that there's absolutely nothing that's going to go wrong. Act break. <laughs> and when he says that, the lights go out and the screens start to flash and act break. I feel like this is an It's Always Sunny episode where it's like nothing bad can happen and something bad happens to the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the title card pops up. <laughs> So we cut back from commercials. What commercials are happening during uh, Firefly, the Chronicles of Zelda? Well. <laughs> the Zelda Chronicles, excuse me. What? Ha okay. Uh, is this show airing in 2003 or is it airing now? Those are Let's say it's airing now. I don't know what commercials are on. I haven't watched TV in forever. A it's airing blind now. spot commercial. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and a trailer for the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, but in our us. alternate universe, in our alternate universe, it actually looks good. Uh, there's probably also one for like Target because those are everywhere. Those See, there's are always everybody. a Target commercial on. This that spooky ghost dog beer commercial from the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. Um, so we cut back in to lights flashing, screens kind of popping off, doing different things. There is a major issue. Also, David I... just decided that we are on NBC by saying that there was a blind spot commercial. I just want to let everybody know that. <laughs> well, we can't be on Fox or else this can't be no, on no. very shortly. A well, actually, oh! a a a NBC, uh, Universal is the parent company of NBC, and Universal did the movie. So, boom, this makes perfect sense. There you go. Blind You're spot. Just Mondays at 10. There's a lot of yeah. TV nerd stuff going on over here. Look, right it's now. just this is how my brain works. Remember when I had to figure out what company produced Jingle All the Way so I could tell you what other movies could be in, in it? That's just how I am. I forgot about that. Screens are going crazy, lights are flashing. If the comms still work, I pretty much immediately hit the comms. And are you Amadeus? Yes. Okay. That's stuck. All right. Um, I hit the comms and I'm basically like, Amadeus, get up to the uh, to the bridge. And I turn to Mickey. I'm like, what's going on? Is this? I guess we can't tell because we're all on the bridge. I was going to ask, is this happening all over the ship or is it just here? Well, I'll be walking up to the bridge. And uh, rock me. Your you notice two that... words. Just rock. Just Rock? She's your, she's your so friend. Rock, <laughs> so, Rock, you notice that, you know, all the rest of the ship seems fine. When you left the engine room, it seemed okay. Um, but when you get up to the bridge, it is a cacophony of sound and light. Okay. I've also changed out of my fur coat, and I now have, like, a kimono on. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Because why not? It's, That's... like, open. 
a space kimono. A casual right, so kimono, as, obviously. As soon as Rock walks little, in... Like, kimono robes. I'm going to put a plug in here because I know some of our listeners listen. Uh, that was uh, Shannon does not listen to campaign podcasts, so that was not the reference you thought it was. Go ahead. Uh, as soon as Rock walks in, I'm going to ask... Uh, is this a ship problem or is this a me problem, love? This is a you problem. Okay, I'm going to start hitting buttons and flipping switches on the console. Should I roll just like a pilot check for that? Roll a pilot check for that. Okay, so is that just my pilot? Uh, that is pilot plus intelligence. And while he's doing that, Rock, I want you to give me a mechanical expert or a mechanical engineering plus intelligence. Um, I rolled an eight on my pilot check. Mickey is confident that it's not something he's doing. I got a 13. Uh, You are very confident that there is something hecking wrong with the navigation sensor. Oh, okay. I'm going to go to the window and look out it. It is dark. Where is the navigation sensor? Uh, the navigation sensor is a small circuit board that is within the dash uh, on the bridge. Like, you'd have to crawl into the dash a little bit. I'm going to put my hands right. around my eyes so I can see outside without a glare. I can fix this. I know what it <laughs> it's is. It's <Hold> dark. <laughs> I'm going to start doing whatever I need to do to get the dash open so I can get in. Can I just pop the dash open to help? Sure. Okay, I'm just gonna pop over the dash. You're gonna see me like just like patting and trying to do it, then you can. You hit like a little I switch. Just, yeah, I just flip a switch and it opens right up. <laughs> I'll go inside. All right, so you poke your head in. Um, lots of heat, lots of steam, um, lots of different things. But you see the circuit board relatively quickly. It looks fried. Are you going to attempt to fix it, or do you want to see if you're lucky and you have a replacement part? I'll see if I have a repl- if I had to see if I had a replacement part, would I have to go back down into the engine room? There's an equipment locker right off of the bridge. If it's luck, yeah, I think does- that's fair. I was gonna say if it's luck, does your kimono have a pocket? <laughs> oh, hey, I brought one. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll open my robe and check inside pockets. <laughs> I don't know what I put in here. All right, high or low for favorable results? Uh, high. It is not in your kimono pocket. You do not have anything in your Hang pocket. Hang on, though, because I have I have an asset called Things Go Smooth. That means you can re-roll two botched rolls. Oh, that's per, only for me, yeah. so I can't re-roll for Shannon, huh? Nah. Although, Shannon, you do have six plot points. If you wanted to spend a plot point, maybe you could have that part in your pocket. Yeah, I guess I could do that. All right, yeah, I'll spend a plot point and see if I can do that. All right, so you spend a plot point, and you're you're kind of fishing around in your pockets, and you do. You pull out a circuit board that is miraculously very similar to the circuit board you need to replace. I need you to roll a mechanical engineering and an agility to replace the part. I forgot what this was. I'm glad I found this. I'm glad you conveniently had it in your pocket yeah. for this exact situation. Why do you have here. that? <laughs> I don't know. I I think I thought it was something else, and in case I needed it. That bodes very well. I can fix this. I just, um, real quick, I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. Rock is a boy, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Kimmy's a girl, right? Yeah. Are you sure? Okay. I've been playing this wrong the whole time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, well. I have a 10. Oh, yeah. You are smoothly and easily able to pluck out the old one. It's a little hot, so you kind of do that. Ooh, ah. 
um, and bounce it from hand to hand, I'll just and then throw it behind me. And then you plug in the it. new one. The lights snap back to normal, um, and the navigation uh, array pops back up and shows that you are almost to your destination. I okay. Is Todd still in the room with us? Not... He is. Oh, I jumped on you, Shannon. Sorry. I oh, know. I was just gonna say a bunch of nonsense words that pointed to me not knowing what I actually just did. <laughs> As you're crawling up from, like, underneath the dab, I'm just going to kiss you on the top of your head. <laughs> it's like a good job. <laughs> Todd's eyebrow goes up. Oh, calm down. I am going to walk <laughs> over to Todd, and I am going to open up his jacket and pull out whatever that thing that was <laughs> hidden under there that you mentioned earlier was. You mean that thing that you didn't notice, but Caleb did? Oh, Caleb noticed it. It was so long ago, I thought it was me. Yeah, only I noticed it. Never mind. <laughs> I will say when I'm done fixing the thing, I'll make a pose and like gesture at it largely and just be like, ah. But I here, ah. I'll say this. You did read his mind, didn't you? I did. I read it very good. I was one away you from did. critting. He had two grenades strapped to his belt. Are they EMP grenades? No. Frag. Grenades. Okay. I don't know what either of those things actually mean. Well, EMP Fragmentary grenades uh, means that it explodes in shrapnel. Okay. That's what I have. Plenty of. <laughs> <laughs> I got a stockpile. I got all the fragnades you need. Are you gonna pair them? <laughs> I I do. I have them in little twos. They look cute. Um, <laughs> little like hearts and stuff drawn on them. Uh, well, they have. They're like different shapes that coordinate. It's a whole thing. Anyway, uh, no, that's no. I don't have that. That's ridiculous. I'm not one of you two. <laughs> Come on. They're just grenades. What's, they're meant to blow up. I don't need to make them pretty fun. first. What's that, that mean? <laughs> We are fine, upstanding gentlemen. It means I don't dress up my frag grenades is what it means. Uh, so he, okay. I will. He doesn't have, so it wasn't him that caused it then. No, it was not. Okay. Never mind then. Good to know. It wasn't him. He's got two big boys on him though. What do they got? Ah, they're just muscle. <laughs> so do you pull back his thing? Well, no, if I know they're grenades, I don't, I, I thought it was going to be, I have a jammer on me that I could like, that he might also have one. I thought it might be that, but if I know it's a grenade that I'm not going to be like, aha, a grenade. I knew it. <laughs> well, I guess I'll, I'll ask Amadeus if you know what caused what happened. Sure. It was broken. <laughs> Fantastic. And he fixed it. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to point to the smoking one on the ground and be like, yeah, that. Can't you go into a little bit more detail? I mean, like, um, exactly how was it broken? And his eyes have shifted from Mickey to Rock. Well, a bit. Ah. I'm just going to, like, make some hand motions. It was just a bit like this. Oh, like, like this. Huh? Yeah, but it probably should have been, like, like this. That would make a different This is great radio. They can fill in the gaps. We're making it interactive. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs in to use your their car, make hand motions, or in your office, wherever you are. I'm gonna look out the window again. Is there anything out there? Yes. Um, yes. You have come onto a uh, rather interesting scene. You see three uh, Alliance ASREVs, which are large military cargo ships, and a refueler just sitting in the black. Oh, it did say we were almost there. <laughs> cool. Thank you, 
I thought, I mean, I thought you guys might need to know that. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down, because since we're approaching, I should probably start slowing the ship down. Yeah, actually, I will ask you to slow the ship down, because you said there's, there's three Alliance ships and a refueler. That is correct. And if I remember correctly, he said there's a ship floating by its lonesome. Uh, do we have some kind of cloaking device? No. Probably not on we, okay. a Not on a medical ship. Okay. I have a cloak. I Well, I mean, I also have a pretty sweet cloak. But <laughs> I might even have a cloak. But speaking of cloaks, I need you all to uh, roll perception plus alertness. All of you. I got a four. Five. Five. Six. And he got a nine. That's good grouping. It's real good grouping. We're on the same page that we did not see whatever you wanted us to see. <laughs> so, no, you guys do not see um, what, what do I, feel I anything? <laughs> want you to see. By round of but... applause, how do I feel? <laughs> you feel bad. You feel bad about your life. Um, I don't know, but, but in the game. I don't think Mickey feels bad about his life. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Um, Mickey, darling. Yeah? What's that? And he points. And all of you see where he points. There is a small ship attached to one of the Alliance vessels. Do I... It's a ship. Do I know what that is? Should I roll to see if I know? Yes. Um, I, I want you to roll me intelligence and knowledge. And anyone... Can see this. He's pointing it out, so everyone can make that roll. Intelligence plus knowledge. Uh, well, I got, <laughs> got a two. <laughs> Crit fail. Uh, yep. I got a nine. I also got a nine. I got. I got a ten. I got big old snake eyes. The three of you immediately recognize a reaver ship. So he points out, and I'm like, "Oh, that's space. That's a Goran <laughs> reaver ship." I tell, yeah, I tell me if you like stop the ship. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, it's attached to the refueler, not the uh, any of the other vessels. It's on the refueler. I'm going to shoot the refueler. It'll blow the whole thing up. We can get out of here. Do we have guns on this ship? We got, like, outside got of you? Got a launcher. Like, We've got a missile bay. I think, as a, if we pick the Alliance patrol boat, I don't think it does. It does? It had missile, it had missile like, silos or something. Yeah, missile, it's got missile tubes. Does it? It does. That's fine. That'd be good. Uh, well, as soon as you said stop the ship, I stopped, I sat in the seat and just immediately like hit the brakes. Do you use the scanners? Yeah. Um, can somebody point better so that I can also see the reaver ship? So I'll be talking with Mickey. Be like, I'll point I'll at point. the at the reaver ship and like, I'll ask you to scan. Take my head and like make me look at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna like okay. make you look at it and I'll like frame it with my hands. Be like right there. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And I'm gonna. Yeah. And I basically tell you to go, like, make the ship go silent. But I'm gonna silent the ship. And then let's look at a, I don't know, navigation thing or something that tells us what else is out there. That's uh, what I just fixed. All right, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the ship and run the scan. Boss missiles. There are no, there's no power source detected at all. Everything you see or everything you're scanning is completely dark. Is this, is this a tech? kind of scan do we have like a bio scan we could do no this is a tech okay. scan you're reading energy sources you do not have a bio scanner okay 
something maybe we should buy with the money after we do this mission. <laughs> yeah, that, which might be double since it's now what, a what reaver is, ship. A, a what? That is a Goran reaver ship. They, they do exist. Yeah, they no ghosts exist. say they exist. Uh. Uh. Ah. <laughs> uh. This this job just got a lot more expensive for you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and some of the color drains from his face. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the second console because there's two, right? There yeah. were two. Okay, I'm gonna get on the second one and I'm gonna pull up the missile like menu, um, and I'm just gonna lock a missile onto the refueler. Um, I'm not gonna fire anything. I'm just gonna have it locked just in case. Just in case. <laughs> it is locked. I shoot That's probably that. Probably a good call. It blows up. Everything is going down with it, but on the upside, we don't get our insides raped. So that's cool for me. And our skin sewed into their armor, as Zoe put it. Yeah, I'm what? not dying out uh, in the Burnham quadrant. I'm very fond of my, my skin. Yeah. So it's real I. nice skin. And I'm also Tim... fond of your skin, too. I was going to say, I think Tim here is also fond of my skin. I'd like to keep it intact. Why wasn't honey, he Jack? Honey, my name is Todd. Oh, Tim, this yes. is no time for semantics. Sweetie, if we, get, if we get out of this alive, I'll call you anything you want me to. You better. <laughs> so how do we want to play this? Do we actually do the mission? Well, I mean, I still want... You don't want what's on those Alliance ships? I don't want what's I on mean, that Reaver it's, ship. It's, it's just one small... Look at that ship. It's so small. Do a long-range scan? Do we have a long-range scan? If we have it, I'll run it. Sure. Um, okay. You don't detect anything near you. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think it matters. If there's one... Reaver on that ship. It's he could, bad for all He could of us. take all of us. <laughs> I really like my skin. Like I worked hard on this. It's great. I use skin. really good moisturizers. And it's just I don't want him to have it. I've tried them out. He's right. They're very good. Yeah. For space, we all have great skin. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fantastic. But there's no dust in space. You could be dust on the ship. I actually don't know if that's really relevant now. <laughs> <laughs> There's not going to be us in space if we go down to those ships. This is... Are you saying but... that you're backing out of the deal? Is that what I'm hearing? We're and thinking. A, there is a quaver of fear in his voice. Well, you can go do it. We are. Uh, <laughs> we're just weighing some pros and cons right now. Pros. 10,000 credits. Cons. No skin. That's at best. Yeah. Best case best, scenario. They take our skin and leave the rest of us to die peacefully. At best. I'm going to look out the window again uh, now that I know that there is a reaver ship there. Uh -huh. um, it's uh, off, right? You're, the scan said everything was off. Yes. Yeah, you're detecting no power. There's no energy signatures. I'm not touching that refueler. I'll tell you that right now. That thing is booby trapped from hell to breakfast. If we do the job... Ace and King come with us. Fair. And King's eyes go wide. Oh, Ace just kind of looks down and won't look at anybody. I'm going to squat down to try and get his line of sight. <laughs> Every time you do, like, he actively avoids you and just kind of grunts. Well, I don't, <clears throat> see, I don't know if that's quite enough, because if Ace and King are coming with us and we're going to, we're going to leave... No, we'll uh, lock him in a alone. Let's lock him in a room. Uh, a nice excuse room. Me? I would. We I can would take feel... Tim with us. 
I I would feel much more comfortable and much more at ease if Todd would come with us. I would feel more. Comfortable. I would feel more comfortable if uh, Mickey stayed here with me. I'd feel more comfortable if everyone that's on that's going to be on this job will come off of the ship, including you. You could come with us, or we could put you in a room. We can't have you taking the ship and running. Why would I Reavers? do that to you, Caleb? Because Reavers. We have known each other for years. I mean, you. yeah, okay, that could be Reavers, but it, it just could be a ship. It's a small little skiff. It could just be anything. Put you okay, in a nice you room. Put me yeah, in his room. It. He points to Mickey. Are we okay with that? Leaving him and locking him in one of the rooms? King and Ace come with us. Maybe the best scenario. In fact, a- actually bringing Todd may not actually help us out at all. He may ruin absolutely everything. <laughs> no offense, Todd. He may, but I, like, table talk. I had a plan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's your plan? My plan is if things get hairy, I'm throwing Tim to the Reavers. <laughs> <laughs> I have no intention of fucking this dude. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, while while we're all like debating, I'm gonna look Todd's over at Amadeus. Heart breaks with an uh, that was crack. table talk. That was not. That was out of character. He well, didn't no, say only once. Even, even just in the aether, he doesn't know why his heart breaks. breaks. Oh, a single tear rolls down. He's like, I don't know, I don't know why. I'm, why? What? Amadeus, come over here for a second. Yeah, what's up? Gonna get bound? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my jammer. And I'm gonna, which is just like has like a ten foot radius, and I'm like, I need you to uh, change this so that when I hit that button, the missiles will launch. Sure. Give me a mechanical engineering plus intelligence. If I break this, you're not allowed to get mad at me. I'll buy another one. It was like two bucks. <laughs> okay, eighteen. Yeah, perfectly and easily. Like, you don't even have to replace anything. You just cross a few wires. You make the the remote thing talk to the missile launcher. Yeah. All right, it's got... The way I picture it, it has one of those things you have to, like, switch... Like, you have to flip up the, like, switch case, and then... So you can't, like, accidentally hit the button. And, and that'd be bad. Yeah, that would be very bad. Uh, but also, even if it was still just a jammer, you don't want to accidentally set one off. But like, That's definitely fair. not now that it will shoot missiles. We can test it. Let's not test that right now. We'll just go on faith that it works. I trust you. And then I'm just gonna take it back Thank and you. put it in my my holster for it. It's got its own pouch. Okay. So, do you guys? What are you doing? Are you gonna? Uh, airlock with one of the alliance ships what are we what are we doing uh, about how far away did we stop cinematically far so like the camera shows that you're fairly close but actual distance is super relative so you're not like super close okay i say we take one of the escape pods there and then i think that's probably a good idea to not take smart. the whole yeah. ship down yeah uh, i imagine the escape pods would be much quieter uh, it'll be it'll be quiet, but it'll be a snug fit because they only have four seats. Yeah, they seat four, but we're taking six. <laughs> oh, and, two of those six are Ace and King. Um, I'll sit in Ace's lap. That's fine. <laughs> and he just turns beet red. I'll stand. <laughs> you got to drive, so. Yep. All right, let's lock Timbo in your room and get going then. Yeah, we lock him in his room and we'll make sure it's really locked so he can't get off, get out of the. Uh, the room. Why don't you? Can we give... handcuff him to something? 
Huh? I think we could. Oh, I would. I would love to see him handcuffed. Mickey's got handcuffs in there. <laughs> of course, I got a variety of handcuffs. <laughs> what color does he want? I'll just ask him like off the cuff. Be like, Tim, Todd. His, his real name's Todd, right? I'll yeah. give him, okay, I'll give him yeah. the respect that he deserves to call him Todd. Uh, <laughs> Todd, what's your favorite color, love? Blue silk. And I'm just gonna handcuff him with the blue, <laughs> with my blue <laughs> handcuff. Like as soon as he says blue, just like and he's stuck to some kind of like pipe on the wall that runs from the floor to the top. And he does the thing where he like he just looks at the handcuff and then he looks at you. And he just, in a flurry burst of motion, like, comes up to you very, very quickly. But you hear, like, the clank of the the handcuff to the pipe. How tall is um, Mickey? About 5'8". No, no, he's Russell Brand. He's, like, 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> <laughs> Todd is looking up. This is the part where you kiss me before you leave. Always leave him wanting more. I'm going to just like run my finger down his mouth and leave. (laughs) And as you do, like his face is just a a mixture of disgust and admiration as you walk out the door and it shuts on his face. Now I don't know how to get rid of him without fucking him. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to say, as soon as we shut that door, if, uh, if Ace and King aren't in your shot, I'd be like, you have to fuck him now. You know that. I I know. (laughs) We'll figure it out. We'll cross the bridge when we get to it. It has actually been a while. That wasn't a lie. (laughs) All right. And then we head to the escape pods, I guess. So I think this episode is going to end with you guys kind of walking towards the escape pods in kind of a cool slow-mo with a to-be-continued kind of flashing up in front of the screen. Anyway, that's going to do it for us for today. Uh, Thank you so much, David, for coming on. It was yeah. so much fun to play with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Had fun. We we totally can't wait to have you again because now you're locked into at least two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> it works for me. I love Firefly. So. This is how we got Shannon. I, ex- <laughs> I expected this uh, game to be at least three. So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Anyway, I don't. Know. We tend to take longer, so it it might be three. It, it might, might be three. three. Totally fine. Cool. Sweet. Uh, so, Josh, you started. So, thank you guys very much for listening to the first episode of Serenity. It was a lot of fun. Once I figured out how to play my character, I'm sorry that it <laughs> took me a minute <laughs> at the beginning there. I think you fell into it very nicely, though. I have no complaints. <laughs> Uh, it was just me, like, do I want to do the accent? The first 20 minutes, like, do I want to try the accent? Because I feel like it's going to change every time I talk. And then you land it on? Sort of. A little bit. <laughs> sometimes. Um, so if you want to talk to us on the internet, you can talk to me. I am at jnix04 on Twitter. I'm at Shannon Maynard. I'm at Alan underscore sales. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. The whole podcast is at CKTCast. You can email us at CKTCast at gmail.com. And... If you want to talk about the show, you can use the hashtag CKTCast. David, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Helix and Meteors or my website, sequentialgeek.com. Very cool. One last reminder before we go. Um, for patrons uh, of Hey Jake and Josh uh, above the $5 level, we do have a Discord now. So please go on there and talk about the show. We have a uh, Cool Kids Table channel. Um, so once you have listened to this episode, why don't you go in there and talk about it? Uh, let us know what you thought, suggest games, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited to like 
see you guys talk to each other in real time about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that has been this episode of The Cool Kids Table, and you can sit with us. Yesterday, one man and three babies, or three babies and one uh, man. Uh, three shitty teens and a man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a shitty teen. You're a shitty adult. Shitty. I'm Russell Brand. I'm a shitty adult. Thank you very much. <laughs> three shitty people and an adult. I am writing I this down. What? What? Um. What network picked up this show? None of them, because you can't put that in the name, so it'll show up on a TV guide, and a kid could see that, so nobody would do that. <laughs> We're Netflix. Oh, there oh, yeah, you right. go. Netflix original series. No rules, just right. It's Outback Steakhouse on Netflix.